Hello everyone. Today we are talking about whether or not you should be hiring new team members. What does that look like? What questions should you be asking and how do you get into the nitty gritty of it? Today we're talking about just that so keep on listening. All right so Hiring new team members is always a question that we get from some of our clients and they really want to know, is my business at a point where I can hire new team members? What does that look like from a financial standpoint? And what are the operations around that? And so I want to really take a deep dive into that and really give you some questions to think about and some tips that you can be thinking about as well as you're making that decision. So the first thing that we're going to talk about is cash flow. You want to understand what your current cash flow looks like and if there are available resources for you to bring on additional team member team members. So in episode 13, we talked about three ways to organize your finances in less than 30 minutes. So go back and listen to that because you're going to need that tactical information to be able to really understand how you can make this decision about bringing on new team members. A lot of the decision that you're going to be making around bringing on new team members is going to surround whether or not there are available cash flow reserves and resources to support that decision. All right. So in general, after you've organized your expenses and you have a good understanding of what that aspect looks like, you want to assess exactly how much profit is left over for you to invest in new team in, in new team members. With that, you not only want to make sure that there are enough reserves left over, you still want to make sure that there are that your expenses are much less than your income. So you definitely want to have margin. You don't want to be strained in any capacity by bringing on new team members. Even if that team member is going to be responsible for bringing on new business, you still want to be able to be somewhat conservative and have reserves and margin so that as a backup, if anything goes left, if that person leaves, or if things don't quite work out like they should have, you still have that nest egg and you're not scrounging around for resources if something turns sideways. So when it comes to making this decision overall, the reason why cash flow, you really want to take your time in assessing this is because payroll is one of the highest expenses on your profit and loss report. I've talked about this before. It's always going to be either payroll or real estate if you have an office or what have you. And so you really want to be able to slow down, take your time, really know your numbers, get into the reporting and understand, can I truly make this investment? And what is the return going to be? Anytime you're bringing a new team member on your team, a a question of what's going to be my return for the investment into this particular team member. And so not only when it comes to the recruiting process, but well before we get into the recruiting process, we want to have a good understanding of I'm going to bring on a team member to complete X. They are going to provide X for the organization and the organization is going is going to be better off for making that investment. And here is how. So you want to be able to have that solidified. Now, if you're not in a position where you don't have the cash flow, you're not really understanding um, or you're not really seeing the reserves that you would like to see in order to feel comfortable making that decision, that's completely okay. And you know, I know that a lot of times as business owners, as CEOs, we think that we need to bring on another team member because we're burned out because we feel like there's so much going on and we really just need another person to take on some responsibility. And that's completely okay. I completely understand that. But what we might want to think about as an alternative is optimizing systems while we wait for those reserves to get to a comfortable point where we can uh, 
um, invest. So the next thing that you want to look at when it comes to bringing on new team members for your organization is whether that team member is going to be is whether that team member is going to be increasing some part of your business. It might not be revenue. It might be company morale. It might be systems and processes. And of course, all of those things will funnel back into increasing revenue. However, you want to be very strategic and detailed about what that person is going to be increased in terms of being an additional team member within the organization, okay? So are they going to be increasing revenue or are they going to be maintaining revenue? Now, this is very important because a lot of owners think that, oh, well, if they're not bringing in new business, then they are not important. And that is the furthest thing from the truth because it is crucial and essential for your team, some level of your team to be maintaining business. And I know this might sound redundant to some, but we just wanna make sure that we're clear on, yes, we need team members who are increasing the revenue for the business, but we also really need to focus on team members who are actively maintaining and increasing the quality that your clients are experiencing with your organization. So whichever one, whether they are increasing revenue or maintaining revenue, we need to be very specific about what their role, how their role will fill into either of those two categories. And so this is an important concept to think about because this helps us to more accurately determine what the appropriate salary will be for this team member because we're able to have some tangible understanding of how they are going to benefit the business, okay? And what that return on investment will look like. So if you have, let's say, a sales manager that, you, that you're wanting to bring onto the team and you want to pay that sales manager $50,000 per year, and we know that that sales manager is going to be increasing revenue. Now we need to have an established goal of what, we want that sales manager to bring in. So that could be, we want the sales manager to bring in $1 million in revenue within the year for that business. Okay, great. Well, since you're gonna pay that sales manager $50,000 per year, then bringing in $1 million, that is feasible, okay? And we can get into more metrics and and you know standardization of uh, what that return on investment will look like, but just from a high level, that's a pretty good, return on investment, okay? Contrastly, if you're bringing on, let's say, an account manager who you also want to pay $50,000, okay? If that account manager is managing business of $1 million, if they're managing a client load that is equal to $1 million or more, that would also be a good return on investment. Because imagine if you didn't have that account manager who was managing that client base of a million dollars of what equals a million dollars, you would have a million dollars less revenue coming into the business. Does that make sense? So in either case, you want to be able to ensure that, um, that you can justify what that Uh, team member is going to bring to the organization in terms of their role and and really condense that down into how that fits between what their salary is going to be and what the return on investment is going to be. And so these are some of the nuanced things that we would also look at because, you know, someone might also say, well, it could also be a a good return on investment to 
uh, have a sales manager come in at a hundred thousand dollars and you still have, you know, a hundred thousand dollars, that's 10% of a million, right? If they're going to bring, if, if they are going to be bringing in $1 million in revenue, 10% would be justifiable, right? Some might say that. And so here's where we would break down some additional metrics to really hone in on what a good salary might look like for that person. We're going to be looking at, uh, you might want to look at, of course, um, education, experience, um, the systems and the training that will need to be implemented. Um, if they're going to be responsible for developing systems, what exactly is within that role um, to determine what that salary would pan out to be. So there are definitely nuances that are within that scope to determine what a good salary would be and what that justifiable number looks like. The last thing that we'll talk about is when it comes to whether or not you should bring on new team members, you need to be thinking about what your end goal is. What is your end goal? Do you want to have a large team for the sake of growing your internal team and, and having more community and more company morale within the business? Um, do you want to sell your business within the next five to 10 years? Do you want this business to be, you know, do you want this business to remain in the family and be able to pass it down? What is your end goal? Because as you're bringing on new team members, they are all contributing to what that end goal is going to look like. And so this really is key because how you're bringing on new team members and the people that you have within your organization is going to set you up for success or in some cases, you know, less than success. Um, if you don't have your end goal tight and neat and really defined, um, at least for yourself, okay? These kinds of questions and having that understanding will help you to easily be able to not only hopefully choose the right person to add onto your team, but will also help you assess what financial contribution will be most appropriate based on your end goal. So, these are the kinds of workshops that we do with our clients to really help them get clear on what that next step looks like and what the best approach would be when it comes to labor planning and bringing on new team members and ensuring that we're making smart decisions and we're making decisions based on the data and based on the goals that you've set out for your organization. So if that's something that you're interested in and if that's something that you are looking to gain more clarity on, we would love to help you. Our website is galatiansbookkeeping.com. We would love to schedule a call with you to really learn more about your business, learn more about your end goals and complete a strong analysis so that you feel more confident in making the best decisions for your organizations as the leader, as the CEO. Again, that website is galatiansbookkeeping.com. It's linked below in the show notes for you. Go ahead and schedule a free call with us so that we can walk you through how we can get to the next step and we can learn more about you and support you to reach your goals. I hope this episode helps you today and I will talk to you guys next time.